The Radio Friends with Paul Pepper podcast is supported on KBIA by Moberly Regional Medical Center. From the flu to more serious health issues, the ER team at Moberly Regional has the knowledge and care to handle all types of injuries and illnesses. When you have an emergency, don't delay. Trust the ER team at Moberly Regional Medical Center at 1515 Union Avenue and at MoberlyHospital.com. Moberly Regional Medical Center. Good morning and welcome to Radio Friend. Tuesday, August the 5th, I want to introduce you to a young lady who is making her first appearance with us, Joy Sweeney. Good to have you here, Joy. Great to be here. Uh, Representing Consul for a Drug-Free Youth. Let's start out by telling me what Consul for a Drug-Free Youth is. Okay, well, I can talk all day about that. I know you can. (laughs) (laughs) Consul for Drug-Free Youth began almost 30 years ago as a group of concerned parents in Jefferson City who really wanted to help provide um, information to their children um, and help guide them to stay away from drugs and alcohol. So they got together as a collective and some powerful people in Missouri, like Ed Moses, former Missouri um, Highway Patrol gentleman, um, who's now advocating across the nation against um, substance abuse and prevention, the power of prevention. And so that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to start out empowering youth to stay away from drugs and alcohol, to make good choices and through education, they believed that through education, children would do that. How long have you been involved with this? I started with the organization five years ago. So, Have you seen in the five years that you've been with this organization, have you seen a positive impact being made on kids? Um, absolutely. Absolutely. It's so exciting to see their faces when they, then when they share with their peers. And, and the great thing about it, in the five years that I've been, I got to see a group of ninth grade students who were peer role models. Basically, they went down and, and performed for sixth grade students and talked to them about, you know, kind of the trials and tribulations of high school. And, and as a ninth grader, you're the peon in high school, so you're nobody. So for them to have an opportunity to be a leader and go down to the sixth graders and be the big high school right, kids, you right. know, that was a great opportunity for them. And they shared with them skits and, and things about not bullying and treating others kindly, all kinds of character elements. But again, marijuana, alcohol, cigarette, tobacco, all these things that are definitely going to be brought into their lives, probably in middle school, if not by the time they hit high school, and for sure in college. You know, their parents can only shelter them for so long. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so they talk to them about some of their experiences and ways that they were able to stay drug and alcohol free. And they created all these cute little skits and they perform for the sixth graders. And now what they do, this is our uplift group, and they break them out into groups of about 10 students. And so you'll have one or two ninth graders talking one-on-one in kind of a little facilitating, a little group of of, of sixth grade students, 10 sixth grade students. And they talk to them about what their experiences have been, have they seen kids using pot or drinking even though they weren't old enough, and and what they think about those things and what they think the harm could be. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really, real world, not talking to a teacher or a parent or an adult. But talking to their own peers. peers. Absolutely. Now, when you became involved with Council for a Drug-Free Youth, were you shocked by... The problems that we're facing these kids. Oh my gosh. 
happened. Was it an eye-opening experience? I mean, you know, I when I got involved, my daughter happened to be in ninth grade, my youngest child. So I have four. And so I had one that had already graduated, one that was just graduating. Did any of your kids have problems with drugs? Not major problems. Had, did I find out after they got out of high school that maybe they drank? And one of them, um, I know, used pot. Yes, I did find that out. And it was alarming. I was like, how could I? I'm an involved parent. I talk how, to my kids. How could this happen if you didn't know what was going on? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And so that was one of the, one of the in, instruments that motivated me to get involved in this organization. Okay, so... Parents or grandparents listening to this right now, what do you say to them as far as doing a little bit of investigative work? How do they how do they approach the kids if they suspect something? Because you can also be a turnoff to the kids. Oh, absolutely. You can be the womp womp from the Peanuts gang, you know, where the kids are like... They don't hear a word that's coming out of your right. mouth. You're, t- you're talking, but it's being totally shut off. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, absolutely. And so that is one of the key components that we're trying to transition into because all, we have programs from kindergarten through 12th grade for students. Mm-hmm. And now what we need to transition Council for Drug Free Youth into is reaching the parents because all of our students have said that number one influence, the greatest influence in all of them in their lives for not using drugs has been their parents. So what do the parents need to do? Well, first of all, they shouldn't be doing illegal drugs in the first right. place, which sounds kind of ridiculous, but it's not necessarily always the okay. case. So the parents shouldn't be doing illegal drugs because if they are, the kids see them, the kids say, well, this is okay. Right. But what about parents having a glass of wine oh, with well, dinner. Oh, well, you know what? And they have to explain, and, and hopefully we're educating the kids so they understand that their brain isn't fully developed. And if you start drinking after you're 21, your chances of becoming an alcoholic are reduced almost 80%. But if you start drinking before that, it does something to the neurons in your brain, Absolutely. doesn't it? It rewires the, we talked about that, so, it rewires the brain. So that you become addicted in as little as six months. So you can be, you can have teenagers who are 16, 17 years old that are addicted to alcohol already. And then, of course, it's a gateway. And there's a friend of mine who likes to call it a trap door. It's not a gateway. A gateway sounds like something you're going into heaven. The trap door is more like the dun- end of the dungeon. Okay, so, so parents, can they contact your organization? Absolutely, they can contact. How do they counsel- get in touch with you? Well, they can call Council for Drug-Free Youth at... Five seven three six three six two four one one. Or can you Google it online? You can Google Council for Drug Free Youth. We have a website. We have a parent section that has all kinds of different parent resources where they can go to different um, websites and get like uh, partnership uh, drugfreepartnership.org. And there's several different ones. I can't think of all the names right off the top of my head. But one one warning sign that you can give to parents right now if they to suspect something. Well, if they suspect something. It's almost you need to address it immediately and you need to look at their friends and you need to sit down. And and really one of the things that I highly recommend is talking about how disappointed and not attacking, not anger, not violence, the disappointment, because that, I think, has a bigger impact. But, you know, you know your own kid. You know, parents know their own children. The biggest thing that I think the biggest mistake that most parents make, and I'm sure I was guilty of doing it as well, was not starting to talk about it soon enough. Okay. 
Okay. So talk Start about it. early and, and often. All right. <laughs> Joy Sweeney, thank you so much. And if people want more information, again, Council for Drug-Free Youth, how do they contact you? Phone Five, number? 573-636-2411 or www.jccdfy.org. Joy Sweeney, thank you so much. You have to come back again. I would love to. All thank right. you, Paul. I appreciate Tomorrow, it. Peggy Kirkpatrick from The Food Bank. Our program directed by Travis McMillan, Reynolds Journalism Institute. Audio is Pat Akers from KBIA. Our floor director is Lowell Thomas and our assistant producer and guest coordinator, Uncle James Mauser. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.